0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Dustin Gold Standard. My name is Dustin Gold and you are listening to pain.tv slash gold. I hope everyone is having a wonderful week so far. I hope you had an opportunity to listen to episode 139. We took a short break from Industrial Society and its Future, the 1995 paper that we have been reviewing here, focused on the ideological revolution against the technological system, otherwise known as the technocracy. Yesterday at 1.39, we talked briefly about the smart polls that you're seeing going up everywhere, smart dust. These were topics that came from you, the audience. I will be getting into in-depth coverage and analysis of those technologies in coming episodes. Uh, We also analyzed the brand new World Economic Forum panel discussion on brain transparency, the battle for your brain, which was sent over to me by Maria Albanese, co-host of the Thomas Paine podcast on Fridays. It came out on January 19th on the World Economic Forum website, and Maria said, you're going to want to watch this. So I did. And said I better share this with you folks because it's not up at YouTube, and so I don't think a large number of people had had the opportunity to actually see it and analyze it for themselves, so we did that yesterday. Now, I've already got a number of emails from you folks thanking me for covering the technology that was shown in that panel discussion, which is called electroencephalography. Electroencephalography. That's e. L E C T R O, electro, E N C E P H A L O, uh, encephala, and then graphy, G R A P H Y, and electroencephalography. And before we get back into industrial society and its future, which I'm going to try to finish tonight. I'm going to just show you a little bit of information that I dug up last night on electro cephalography. I wanted to look into some of the technology that the woman, the futurist and the Duke University professor was talking about in that World Economic Forum dystopian panel discussion. And so I was sending some of this over to Maria Albanese because she may be covering this topic Thursday on the Thomas Paine podcast. Hopefully Mike Moore is going to cover it as well because Maria sent it to him. The more that know about this, the merrier. And we each cover it in our own ways, adding our own uh, individual depth of knowledge on certain subjects. So we'll each cover it in a different way, which is great. It means you can get different takes on this. So I was sending this info over to Maria. I'm not going to go through all of it tonight. I marked this down and we'll cover this in future episodes. I did cover a little bit about this EEG, electroencephalography technology, many episodes ago. But now that I've seen it coming out of the World Economic Forum, I decided I need to share this with you. So first, up on the screen for you folks over at pain.tv slash gold, and thank you very much for joining. More and more people have been joining. You get access to the ad-free video version of this podcast, as well as the Thomas Payne podcast, and access to a Facebook-like website and mobile application where you can network with like-minded folks, all people that are trying to free themselves from the system in one way or another. So feel free to join us over there. Also, think about making a donation to the show. It helps us out. DonorBox.org slash Dustin Gold Show. All right, let's look at this. I just pulled up Wikipedia. I'm just going to give you the basics, and then I'm going to show you a couple of the leading companies and a major investor I found behind this technology. And the point of this is to illustrate to you. So you can take what you learned yesterday in episode 139, add this information to it, and be able to start talking to friends and family about how they need to look out for this in the workplace. All right. Because it is very real. I told you yesterday it's real. I said the company she's talking about are real. The technology she's talking about is real. The science that the technology is based on is real. I mean, it's as real as it gets because the system says it's real. So here we go. um, Electroencephalography, EEG is a method to record an electrogram of the spontaneous electrical activity of the brain. The biosignals detected by EEG have been shown to represent the post-synaptic potentials of pyramidal neurons in the neocortex and allocortex. It is typically non-invasive with the EEG electrodes placed along the scalp, commonly called scalp EEG, using the International 1020 System or variations of it. EEG involving surgical placement of electrodes is sometimes called intracranial EEG, clinical interpretation of eeg recordings is most often performed by visual inspection of the tracking or quantitative eeg analysis now you'll say to yourself how did all this come to fruition they did it the same way they do everything else they started saying they were developing the technology to help those folks with you know multiple sclerosis etc cetera, etc cetera. so it was started off as we're going to help people um that have debilitating uh, physical problems mental problems etc etc tug at the heartstrings play to human emotion and the next thing you know now they want to make people in the workforce wear it so that they can track your brain waves and your productivity it'll also be included in uh, some of these ar and vr headsets and again folks we track some of this back all the way to the 1970s under the military's DARPA's Brain Initiative Program. So this comes out of the government, folks. It comes out of the government. Just a little bit more on this, and then I'll show you some of these companies. It's going to blow your mind when you see who's actually funding a lot of this in the private sector. It says, in the so-called private sector, it says voltage fluctuations measured by the EEG bioamplifier and electrodes allow the evaluation of normal brain activity. As the electrical activity monitored by EEG originates in neurons in the underlying brain tissue, the recordings made by the electrodes on the surface of the scalp vary in accordance with their orientation and distance to the source of the activity. Furthermore, the value recorded is distorted by intermediary tissues and bone, which act in a manner akin to resistors and capacitors in an electrical circuit. This means not all neurons will contribute equally to an EEG signal with an EEG predominantly reflecting the activity of cortical neurons near to the electrodes on the scalp. Deep structures within the brain further away from the electrodes will not contribute directly to an EEG. These include the base of the cortical gyrus, mesial walls of the major lobes, hippocampus, thalamus, and brainstem. All right, and you can go look this up on wikipedia if you want uh it actually gets into the history a little bit which i'm going to cover uh in future episodes this goes back to 1875 i mean it's a very complex subject i'm gonna do a deep dive on it but right now i'm just gonna show you a little bit about this all right i'm over here at national library of medicine um, Neuroergonomics on the Go, an Evaluation of the Potential of Mobile EEG for Workplace Assessment and Design. And this was published in April 2021. And this says right here under the abstract objective, we demonstrate and discuss the use of mobile electroencephalogram uh, EEG for neuro. Uh, ergonomics. Both technical state-of-the-art as well as measures and cognitive concepts are systematically addressed. The background on the abstract is that modern work is increasingly characterized by information Processing; Therefore, the examination of mental states and mental load or cognitive processing during work is becoming increasingly important for ergonomics. Results, mobile EEG allows to measure mental states and processes under real life conditions. It can be used for various research questions in cognitive neuroergonomics uh, neuro besides measures in the frequency domain that have a long tradition in the investigation of mental fatigue, task load, and task engagement, new approaches like blink evoke potentials, render event-related analysis of the EEG possible, also during unrestricted behavior. You see how it starts off, and we'll get into this when we do the background, as a technology sold to the public or sold to the scientists that have to develop this in the labs and work on it out of universities and uh, corporate laboratories, then it's going to be to help people with uh, mental problems or help people that have multiple sclerosis and things of that nature. And the next thing you know now, people in the workforce, they need it. And this is how they force adoption onto the public, the general public, the public at large. It says, conclusion, mobile EEG has become a valuable tool for evaluating mental states and mental processes on a highly objective level during work. The main advantage of this technique is that working environments don't have to be changed while systematically measuring brain functions at work. Moreover, the workflow is unaffected by such neuroergonomic approaches. It says keywords, information processing, mental states, mobile EEG, and neuroergonomics. So if you want to try to find some more stuff on this, feel free to uh, poke around using those keywords. Again, this comes out of the National Library of Medicine. So this is a report that was published, Neuroergonomics on the Go. All right, now let me show you a company that I came across here. In my research, and just like with the smart polls, there are dozens of companies working on EEG wearable technology at the moment. So the woman from Duke University, the futurist, who's not a futurist because she's actually involved with promoting the technology. She knows what's coming. Uh, She was 100% correct. You may not like her. You may think she's a kook. You might think she's evil. But she was telling the truth. This stuff is already being rolled out. This says EEG headset. This company is Emotive.com. They're a leader in this space, so I'm going to be using them to show you a couple of different products. I'm not going to go through all the companies at this point because I'm going to do that in a bigger show probably 10 or 15 episodes from now. But this is the EEG headset. And this is the electroencephalography. Uh, It says, is monitoring method to record the electrical activity of the brain, as you just learned. Wearable EEG headsets position non-invasive electrodes along the scalp. The clinical definition of EEG is the recording of brain activity over a period of time. EEG electrodes pick up on and record the electrical activity in your brain. The collected signals are amplified and digitized and then sent to a computer or mobile device for storage and data processing. So there's a picture here of this particular device, and it looks kind of like a headband, with all these different little, I mean, these are sensors, but they look like little microphones on, uh, let's say you're wearing a headset, like a gamer headset or a call center headset that has the microphone that comes down in front of your mouth. Well, it looks like one of those headsets with about, you know, 15, 16 of those little uh, microphones on them. In this case, they are sensors. So let's look at the EEG headset uh, FAQ. Uh, frequently asked questions. It says, what is an EEG headset? An EEG headset is a wearable device for electroencephalography, a monitoring method to record the electrical activity of the brain. EEG sensors and headsets place electrodes along the scalp to detect brain activity. Analyzing EEG data supports the study of cognitive processes. Doctors could use EEG to diagnose medical issues. Researchers can use this method to understand understand brain processes individuals can use EEG to improve their productivity and wellness via monitoring their moods and emotions developers can use EEG for BCI to exclude direct mental commands in app development And many other use cases. You see, this stuff is going to be spread far and wide across multiple industries. I mean, it's here. It's here right now. I'm warning you so that you know when your employer or your son's employer, your daughter's employer, your grandkids employer tries to tell them to put this on, that they are prepared to say hell no. Uh, Again, yesterday I brought it up, folks. People have to be prepared to say no and to walk away at what point are people going to stand up against this we are the revolutionaries we are the abolitionists Preach the good word and free people from this technological prison planet that we find ourselves in. It is your duty because you are aware of this information to figure out how to package it in the best way possible. Because each person you talk to is going to be need uh, need to be educated in a different way than the last person you talk to. Spread the word about this. Warn them it's coming do not allow the technocrats to have direct access to your brain smart devices are bad enough but this you're either wearing a band on your head you know a baseball cap that has this technology in it or you're putting earbuds inside your ears giving these folks The ability, not your employer. Your employer is the access point to your brain. The information that comes out of your brain is then processed through a uh, cloud-based artificial intelligence software that is controlled and owned by whoever the hell the company is that your employer bought this stuff from. Folks, just say no. And I will just say no to you because I'm not staying any longer. I need to go to a short break. My name is Dustin Gold of the Dustin Gold Standard. I'll be right back right here on pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dustin Gold Standard right here on pain.tv slash gold. My name is Dustin Gold. and I'm glad that you folks are here. Later today, I'll be doing an interview on the Real World Witness podcast. It'll be interesting. It's not quite our audience. I mean, they're woke. They're half-woke. Uh, some of these folks still believe that Trump is coming to save them. So we'll see what we could do over there, folks. We'll see if we can spread the good word. I use these as opportunities to go out and to try to package in the last 20, 30, 40 episodes. It helps me kind of summarize things. So we'll go speak to these folks, probably about EEG. I'll talk about that. I'll talk about industrial society and its future. I'll talk about some of the solutions uh, we've been discussing, exiting the system, uh, starting a revolution uh an ideological revolution i'll be talking about that now i'm back over here at uh emotive.com that's e-m-o-t-i-v.com the good news folks is up in the pink bar there it says there's a hundred dollars off for all emotive headsets offer ends january 31st code gold no i'm kidding they're not my sponsor hlny 23 you'll never see me selling this stuff The day you do, that means uh, I sold my soul, or at least I gave up on myself. Uh, I'll be doing a pro-technology podcast where I review things. Hey, these EEG headsets are really cool. I put it on, and it really helps me uh, connect my brain up to the cloud, and I'm able to talk directly with Bill Gates' uh, digital twin. It's so much fun so much fun buy these things let me unpackage it for you it's got a nice package with a velvet bag inside and i take it out it looks kind of creepy but it's got a nice weight to it made out of nice plastic nice metal parts this is not cheaply made folks this is not cheaply made it's a beautiful beautiful eeg headset i couldn't imagine doing those kind of shows all right this says um how do eeg headsets work Electroencephalography EEG headsets detect brain activity through electrodes placed in an array along the user or research subject's scalp. Okay, there is no user, folks. We are all research subjects if you're going to put this thing on your head. It says there are a few different types of EEG headsets. Comparison is often drawn between dry electrode EEG headsets and wet electrode uh, arrays. Wet electrodes use a conductive gel, saline fluid, or other material to improve signal quality. You've seen that in the old movies where they put the gel on somebody's temples and then give them the old Brain shock, the old electroshock therapy? Well, now you can do it at home. Promo code HLNY23. Save $100 on your home brain shocking device. It goes on to say, this ensures the EEG device captures high-quality data. Most dry EEG headsets provide good-quality readings, so the conductive gel is not normally required unless high-quality data is required for specific clinical reasons or high accuracy. All right, so you're going to need that gel if you want to get high accuracy here goes on to say, what are EEG headsets used for? Electroencephalography headsets are used for medical research, understanding mental states, and diagnosing certain medical conditions, such as epilepsy and sleep disorders. See, that's how they We're able to roll this out in the public. They developed this stuff. You've got to look up. I've covered it on the show. Brain Initiative. It's under DARPA. They have a program under there called N3. And that is based around this transcranial electronic stimulation helmet. It's a non-invasive version of the Neuralink AI brain chip. All right, I've covered it in depth. So I'm not going to go back and talk about it again. You guys can find the shows on this stuff and listen to it. The majority of my shows are evergreen, so you can go back through the whole catalog at any of the major podcast platforms. You can join pain.tv slash gold, get access to all the videos. And then we are almost done with the simple website I'm putting up to start doing an email capture for a newsletter. Once that's up, then I'm going to start uploading all of the shows to YouTube, uh, BitShoot. And Rumble. We decided we're not going with Odyssey because you have to join some cryptocurrency thing. And I'm not going to do that. Goes on to say EEG headsets can also be used for brain-computer interfaces. And, you know, brain-computer interfaces, otherwise known as brain-machine interfaces, that's what people would think of as the Neuralink brain chip. All right wireless eeg headsets are those which do not require wires to send the data capture to a computer for analysis all right so you don't have to have this headset plugged into the computer with an old printer cable. Uh, this portable EEG headset format is ideal in everyday situations outside of a laboratory or in research labs, hoping to expand the number of research subjects. It is also used for computer brain interfaces, such as EEG headset gaming. Right, headset gaming. So what we're going to do is I'm going to show you In a few shows from now, some of the EEG technology being built into the VR and AR, uh, which I thought it was, and uh, boom, it is. I found it. So it says, EEG ADHD training programs use neurofeedback to exercise the brain subjects wear an eeg vr headset there you go while playing video games especially designed to enhance cognitive skills or control physical objects so there there it is with the eeg so the brain tampering going on with the vr and ar i told you uh some of the apple products oculus things that are coming out can have this built in you're not really going to know they could be reading your brain how the hell do you know you didn't take it apart. You're not an engineer. You didn't build it or design it. You have no clue what the hell is going on there. All, all I know, folks, Google and the rest of these companies have involved with mind reading, mind mapping, mind control for a long time. I had a personal uh, friend of mine's relative who I knew personally also, but they were more of an acquaintance, not a friend. And she came out of UC Berkeley specialist in reading uh, brain scans. She almost got hired into a Google program. Uh, Could or could not have been backed by the uh, CIA, I won't get into that. Um, She almost ended up working there on a mind control program, mind reading program at Google. And you'll see Google come up momentarily. Uh, It goes on to say, open source EEG applications are barely starting to break the surface of possibility. Developers are increasingly using EEG SDKs to find new and amazing possibilities for EEG headset gaming. All right, so, that's where this is all going to go folks so you can actually look um here they have a section hardware browse all our full range of eeg headsets we'll eventually go into this stuff in depth Um, it goes on to say commercial eeg headsets For electroencephalography are used in brain-computer interface and research and are designed for commercial use, such as consumer insights or stress monitoring in the field. Stress monitoring, folks. Stress monitoring. That's the workplace. I'm going to show you that momentarily. Mobile EEG headsets are valuable to researchers interested in expanding a study beyond the confines of a lab. For instance, in workplace environments. There you go. Goes on to say, open source EEG headsets. An open source brain-computer interface platform called OpenBCI was developed by Joel Murphy and Connor Russomano in 2013. They have also released an open source software application for OpenBCI and design files for an open source headset called the Ultra Cortex some EEG headsets which interface with the open BCI software may be considered open source. Now, look, when they keep talking about the neocortex, the ultra cortex, remember Ray Kurzweil, really one of the major influencers in this space going back 40 years ago, chief engineer at Google, this is what he talks about. Mind uploading, uploading your mind, your consciousness to the cloud and then the ability to beam that back down with all the combined knowledge it's called the AI hive mind down into your head and the headset or the implant will act as this third layer of your brain. He calls it the uh, neocortex, silicone-based neocortex in the cloud. So you can see where all this is going, folks. This is not to like keep people on task at work. It goes on to say, what is the best EEG headset? Uh, Electro-encephalography is a complex data-gathering process. Some features of market-leading EEG headsets include, one, multiple five or more channels of EEG sensing provided by that number of electrodes in the array. Number two, easy-to-understand user experience and setup. Number three, wirelessly connects to the PC and or mobile devices. Number four, rechargeable battery with nine or more hours of battery life. Number five, high sensitivity. This would be a 0.5 UV or better minimum resolution and adequate sample frequency per channel. It's 100 um, HZ or higher. goes on to say low noise and high rejection of background body potential signals. All right, so that's what makes up a good headset. Goes on to say, how are EEG headsets used for research? Electroencephalography is a sensitive means to capture brain activity. Signals not made by the brain, known as artifacts, can interfere with capturing research grade data. Depending on the researcher's needs, a cheap EEG headset may be sufficient enough for study purposes, as these artifacts are captured by an EEG system. Artifacts can either be experimental, such as electrical uh, interference and electrode displacement, or participant-induced, such as muscle and eye movements. Any of these non-brain signals can interfere with the data capture and quality. For this reason, researchers tend to prefer an EEG headset with the lowest uh, uh, incidence of capturing artifacts with the brain data. So just keep that in mind. If you're going to get one of these to uh, strap on your kid and run Frankenstein experiments on them. All right, I'm, I'm just going through this here because they provide a good FAQ. And this will be the foundation for the analysis we do in the future on EEG and all of this technology. It goes on to say EEG headsets for gaming electroencephalography and electromyography can be harnessed to control video games. Gaming software can be coded to recognize common thought patterns and the brain activity displayed on the EEG. Gaming headsets are trained through repeated thought patterns and controls assigned to those patterns and some systems can recognize moods and emotions such as boredom, excitement, and frustration which can be integrated into the narrative of the game to curate the desired user experience. These detections do not require individual user training. Once this process is complete, those patterns can be used to control video game avatars or other in-game actions. And let me just point this out to you. This is something that you should be talking to your kids and or your grandkids about. Uh, Video games from the very beginning were created for the purpose of using the players as guinea pigs to build out what would later become the full-blown metaverse matrix prison planet system all right so anyone strapping this stuff up in their head or they say oh i just enjoy it i know it's dangerous uh they're idiots i'm I'm telling if you're one of them I, i i know there's people in the audience They play video games. You are contributing to this. You are a guinea pig. Are you being paid to test this stuff out, folks? Seriously, are you? Are you being paid to test this out for the military? Because if you go back to the history of video games and you look at all the stuff that comes out of it, all this digital uh, purchasing inside the systems, these second life um, worlds that you go live inside of, the adoption of avatars, which are digital twins, all this is part of helping build and construct the future metaverse system that they want to put everyone inside of. We've covered this in depth, so I'm not going to talk a lot about it. But I'm telling you, folks, if you think it's not dangerous to just let your kid play a video game here, a video game there, they're strapping on an AR headset or whatever, you, you are uh, not doing a service to that kid take the stuff away you need to be able to explain this to the kids that this stuff is dangerous uh it's it's all about helping build the digital slave system so i i apologize if you play or you let your kids play but again if you want to exit the system or you're upset about everything that's going on you have to look in the mirror and say uh where am i helping contribute to building the prison planet system Uh, If I let my kid play these games, if I'm willing to put the headset on when I go to work and let them read my mind, then I can't really sit here and complain about the system. The only person who is going to change the system is you, it's you. We are the heroes that we've been waiting for. It's not Donald Trump, it's not Ron DeSantis, it's not uh, if you're on the left, whoever your hero is, I don't pay attention to politics so I don't even know anymore. But the only one who's actually going to go change the system is you, and you change the system by rejecting the technology, by taking it out of your life, by weaning yourself off of it. It's like quitting smoking cigarettes, which I've done multiple times in my life. But this time, I haven't smoked a cigarette in almost, let's see, it's been a year and three months. I actually only drank three times in about a year. Uh, And that was when I was in Poland. My wife said, you have to drink with my dad or it's going to be rude. And I, I had a couple of drinks with him twice. And then one day I got a little tipsy with him and his brother and she told me to do so. But other than that, I haven't drank. I haven't smoked cigarettes. I've weaned myself off of most uh, junk food, most processed food. I go to uh, the gym a few times a week. I'm trying to pick that back up now that we're getting in swing swinging things with Willie G. It's difficult, folks. They make it easy to live inside the system, but the system leads you to the CVS parking lot to get a jab. That's where the system leads you. If you're someone who was going to lose your job and you were forced to get a jab, that's where the system brought you to. So you have to take poison to live inside the system and if your kid wants to live in the system they got to put on an AR VR headset to play video games or if you go to work and they make you put on a helmet that has an EEG reader in it that's uh, tracking your brain waves these are the consequences of living inside the system so you can't complain about the system unless you're actually going to do something about it so please please public service announcement Wean your kids off this nonsense. Learn how to explain to them the dangers of this stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, I'll be right back. I'm going to be in danger if I don't take a short break because I need to run up to the bathroom. I'll be right back. This is Dustin Gold with the Dustin Gold Standard right here on Pain.tv/slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Pain.tv.